Go on then. What are we watching? Oh, what about... Uh... In the... Uh, with Sky Stream. The new way to get Sky without a dish. Stream unmissable Sky exclusives like True Detective and Netflix shows like The Gentleman all in one place. For just €25 a month for 12 months. Search Sky Stream today. New customers only. 12-month minimum term. Requires broadband. Further terms apply. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent and you can listen to my podcast Crime World wherever you get your podcasts. The issue of two in a row, I mean, you would have encountered it as a player, although you had injuries, obviously, in 2012, but then 2014. How, how difficult is it? I mean, Tomás managed it in, in 07, but only the once with Kerry. Yeah, we've seen how difficult it is over the years and I think with this current Dublin team, I... I I know for a fact, 100% sure, that back-to-back All-Irelands will not have been mentioned in that dressing room. And whilst it might be in players' heads in the back of their minds, it won't be, it won't be a feature in team talks or anything coming into, coming into this game. Jim Gavin's philosophy is very much take each game at a time, no matter who it is. He prepares the same for each game. Um, bar maybe last year's All-Ireland final, we did a very, a very, very in-depth analysis on, on, on on the Kerry team, probably as in-depth as, as, as we'd ever done in any team. and um, Maybe that might be the case again, but you can be sure there'll be no talk of there'll be no talk of back-to-back All-Irelands um, inside in that Dublin restaurant. Do you know, like, why is it so difficult? I mean, people always talk about hunger, but they always talk about it after the event. You know, a champion has been surprised, surprised, yeah, I think, beaten. Yeah, I think when you win, you probably don't look at yourself as closely as when you lose matches. And if... if I can use the Kerry All Ireland win in 2014. Tomás spoke about the six men staying back. Obviously, that was a that was a tactic that Amos Morris used. Don't let the six backs go forward to make sure we're minding the house. And, and obviously, it worked. They won the All Ireland. But going into t- 2015, we identified that in the Kerry team that okay, their six backs aren't going to attack. So we knew we could afford to keep the likes of Dermot Connolly and Paul Flynn very offensive because we knew there was going to be no runners from deep. And I think going into the game on Sunday, Eamon Fitzmaurice has to change that. I think we will see attacking wing backs and maybe the midfielders dropping back in. And like it's going to take a brave performance from Kerry to win this match. I think if they try to play a conservative, try to play it tight, it might end up being a close game, but I don't think Kerry will win out in a close game. I think they need to be brave. By that, I mean, at stage in the game, they need to push up on Stephen, Stephen Cluxon kick-outs. That's, like, if you want to unnerve Stephen, Stephen Cluxon, it's, it's, it's put pressure on his kick-outs. If he, if he messes up two or three kick-outs in a row or Dublin don't manage to win two or three in a row, that's when he comes under pressure. I think the other thing they have to do is they have to put some pressure on Keanu Sullivan. He's been sitting back in this role with nobody to mark right throughout the Leinster Championship and in the game against Donegal. I think if Kerry plays six forwards up, make Keanu Sullivan make a decision, put Darren O'Sullivan or Paul Murphy on and make him run the channels, make him make a decision on leaving that centre half back position and see see what happens then. I think I think if if Kerry do that they have a chance. I think if they play conservative, I think Dublin are used to playing against conservative teams now. I think they figured it out over the last couple of years and if Kerry do that I think Dublin will win. I'm hoping we see a brave performance from Kerry but I suppose that probably hasn't been Eamon Fitzmaurice's calling card to date, but that could be that could be the surprise we see on Sunday. 
I think Michael Tomas you probably back maybe back me up here. The real hurt in Kerry is that they didn't give it a goal last year. There was you know, when the game was there to be won, there was no adventure and you'd imagine like that this will see something completely different on Sunday, that they will give it a go. While they need to be conservative at times, they really need to go gung-ho at this. Like sitting back, you're not going to beat Dublin sitting back. And I think, as Alan said there, like and Jim Gavin says it in numerous press conferences after, like they enjoy that challenge of beating a defensive system. And surely the, the way to beat them is to throw something different at them. And surely you'd be expecting Kerry maybe just to, I don't know, throw the kitchen sink at them going forward uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. But I, I think... With the dogs, like with the forward line, they remind me very much of the, the, the great Tyrone team. They have just six forwards that can hurt you at any stage. And if one or two of them have a bad day, you know, there's four more that will always stand up. Uh, they have this kind of experience of champions now as well, where nothing, it, it's it, like we had it in our day as well, it's hard to phase them, it's hard to rattle them. You know, you, they're never beaten. If they go three or four points down, they're still in it, like, and you know they're in it. And, and it doesn't bother them that they go three or four points down. I do agree with. with Alan about Keanu Sullivan. I, I I can't understand how teams don't focus on trying to make him do something he doesn't want to do. Um, defend like you know he 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 plays it very very well. More sweepers and you watch him closely. More sweepers just cover space. This guy covers a man. He's watching in and out. He knows exactly what's happening. Um, now he's perfected it. But I do think we have to make him work. And I, I, I look. I don't know. I I I think clogging. We definitely have to throw something different at them. I think that we said that at the outset. I think uh, what we've thrown at them for the last few few occasions won't do it all at all. Um, we can talk about defensive stuff and and that we go defensive and we have to hold these forwards. But unless we actually go for it, and we to go for it, we need special games out of Gooch. We need special. I, I, if he starts, I'm not sure where he starts. Maybe they'll bring him on. Um, depends on how training has gone for him. James, I don't know. We need a big game out of him. Um, and it could be interesting. I'm not sure they put Paul Murphy up front. They might revert him back to defence, possibly. But Darren Sullivan is a guy who could. Very often, it's the it's the so-called unsung heroes that that put in a huge display. But I think Darren O'Sullivan is made for the likes of Keenan Sullivan. If you told Darren Sullivan go out in the first half there and just get three runs, three runs that will hurt them. You don't have to score. Just create something. Give it a score. They have to push him up, up in him, right? And sometimes uh, you need to be kind of, you need to be wary. You need to be kind of, like, if it doesn't work the first time, Darren, hold the head. Do it again and do it again and just give him the ball. You know, the, the amount of times that, that Keanu Sullivan has been a game changer for Dublin and you see other teams, they need to go at it. And when you look up the field, there's this guy standing right in front of their two full backs and giving him the cover and, and brilliant cover at that. And then you have Fenton dropping back and Bastic or Michael Dara. And they have it perfected at the moment. And you see a lot of people saying, oh, geez, they, weren't go- they, have, they haven't been tested this year or... But you see, the great teams and the good teams will lift it. You know, no matter how bad Tyrone were going, they'd always lift it for, for Kerry. Or no matter how bad we were going, we'd always lift it for Cork or whoever it was. You know, so I think Kerry will have to expect that Dublin will give a good performance. What Kerry have to concentrate on is giving a, a performance that we haven't seen in three or four years. Connor, just on Darren O'Sullivan, like he, he in some ways has nearly become the most important forward in the Kerry attack, and I think in the context of Sunday, he probably is too. Like he was electric against Clare in the quarter final, and not that that's the great sign of what he's going to do at the weekend. But like Keno O'Sullivan, like he, he, you know, for he, he's a fella who never panics in any situation, even if he gets turned. 
like he's testament to the theory that if you're quick and you don't panic and you just keep up with your man, you'll catch him and you'll make him make a mistake. But Darren O'Sullivan's pace is different from anything else that he will have faced this year. And you could say, well, Dublin will play O'Sullivan as a sweeper and have somebody else mark Darren O'Sullivan. But like without Jack McCaffrey, again, like they don't really have a fella that will keep pace with Darren O'Sullivan. So regardless of who's there, regardless of who's marking him, Darren O'Sullivan can always blow past the first defender and make ground on that. And once you do that, as you've seen in the past, like it was in his pass for the Gooch in the 2009 All-Ireland quarterfinal that started all of that as well. Like Once he gets in behind, he's really, really impossible to stop. And same as the lads were saying, look, you just have to you have to make sure that Keno Sullivan's not back there, luxuriating in a whole lot of space and reading the game and making easy passes to fellas around. Donica? This is the best set of forwards that this Dublin team have come up against this year by a street. You know, And I think that's very significant because in every game to this point, they've dominated possession to a large degree so whereas the, we haven't really seen how much missing Rory and missing Jack has, has has meant to them because they haven't really been challenged Donegal to a point but Donegal don't really play enough fellas up to truly ask questions like that so I'm very interested to see if you have a fully fit Gooch fully fit James O'Donoghue um, possibly Donaghy in there Paul Ganey who's been playing really really well and then all of a sudden Dublin have to do an awful lot more defending than they, than they have done I think that's where Kerry's, that's Kerry's greatest strength and and it is the area where we don't know a whole pile about some of the Dublin players and are they ready for, yeah, like for the, this? The stuff about like people were talking about the high ball before the Donegal match, I looked at it again and the passes that came into Michael Murphy for that All-Ireland quarterfinal while he was in at the square were hopeless. They were like He didn't stand a chance. There were hospital passes in. Now, Davy Bourne had a good game when he went in, but you know people started talking about Kerry doing something different and I think Jim McGuinness has floated the idea that if you have two big men in there, uh, particularly without Rory or Carroll, Dublin will find it hard. Well, like if Kieran Donaghy goes in there, Paul Ganey is brilliant in the air. Like he's not physically the same size as Kieran Donaghy, but in terms of in the air, there's two serious aerial threats. So you know, you'd imagine that's kind of for Philly McMahon and Davy Bourne to take them. But you know, you know, I, I think Kerry will fancy that. There is, and there's still question marks over the Dublin full backline one on one. There's no doubt about it. Like Davy Bourne is is. Well, she's shown well so far. He's still a relative rookie at that level, and and like I think if 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 Kerry can get them one on one in there, and like this, I looked at the Kerry team yesterday, and and like for all the talk of Dublin winning this game, like Stephen O'Brien is a guy that hasn't even been mentioned this conversation. He's caused Dublin trouble in the past. He's playing in a half for half forward and wing forward position. Like he he is a quick half forward as well that can score, that can take on his man. So there's guys like him that that as I said ha- haven't even come into our conversation that can't cause Dublin trouble and, and with the pace coming from the half from the half back line I think that they certainly have the players that can that can test this Dublin full back line if they're brave enough to go after the game Tomás that really brings us back to Kerry's mindset going into this game whether they whether they attack it whether they, they're willing to take risks because they, they do have the forward artillery there uh, I think they do yeah I think look they have to go for it, you know. There's there's no two ifs or about it, right? They have to go for it. There's no at this stage if if Dublin beat us, you know, it is it's not good for Kerry. Like it's for this particular Kerry team. I I think there's a few lads maybe possibly at the end of their careers as well that mightn't be talking out again. Um, but look, even even last year when when I I felt Kerry didn't put in a huge a great performance last year, there wasn't too much in it at the, at the end of the day. Um, I, I, I don't think there will be too much in it on Sunday to be quite honest with you I think there's a huge huge one in Kerry I think sometimes when the best teams when they're under pressure to perform they will perform and I'd, I'd have faith in Kerry that they will perform they will give us something different and, and it'll 
be continuous and it'll be a 70 minute performance because the games are nearly 80 minutes long now so there's always there's, I don't know where the refs are getting there's, there's 6-7 minutes added on time but that's what'll happen and it will decide a close game one of these days but um, look I, I mean talking about I don't know who's going to win it or, or I, I, I do think that if the dubs play to what they're capable of I think it would take something special from Kerry um, my heart would say Kerry and my head would say the dubs possibly but um, I do think that, that we will see something different from, from Kerry I, I'm just very interested to see what they'll do with Donaghy as well you know, will they, I think they'll start him out around the middle but I think he will be in there a lot more and it, it's like that thing with Murphy yes they put him in we are all talking about putting Murphy in at the edge of the square against the dubs but four balls four balls that actually went into Murphy while he was inside there and the quality were, were terrible there was one that was okay alright but he just didn't get off the ground himself inside there so I, I think you have to be patient when you kind of do something like that and not you see the problem is teams are so afraid to give away possession that they don't kick the ball, the ball long you know and I think if, if a long ball goes into Donny, we used to do it years ago if a long ball went into Johnny Crowley or into Donny or into Canada whoever was inside there and didn't walk the first time so do it again and it might be four balls like going oh, but you might get a goal out of one you know and it, it's teams stop putting ball in because they're afraid or they're being I don't know is it is it uh, analysts saying like that there's too much you're giving possession away and it's no good we'll hold on to it we'll run it and I think that that suits the opposition then when you when that that would suit the dubs if we didn't go along um, we don't have to go along all the time but I I, I think look I I'd be my biggest worry for Kerry Sunday would be the forward line. Even though we have great forwards in there, we need to kick. I don't think we were that cohesive even against player. We looked like, a, at times, we looked like a team that were just drawn together. i say a week or two weeks. Do you know the way a forward line walking together, you know they're kicking and they're all making the right runs and they're supporting each other and there's fellas coming off the shoulder. I don't think we saw that with you. I think they, they kind of knew in the back of their heads where we're good enough to beat player and they're picking them off bit by bit. But I don't think... I think we need a bigger performance from our forwards on Sunday, whatever way they line out. Um, but you know what? It's, it's a brilliant game to look forward to. I mean, it's, there's so many questions beforehand and I suppose it is the, it's definitely the biggest game of the year in terms of the football championship. So we're all looking forward to it. Alan, uh, Tomasus, uh, Hart says Kerry and Head says Dublin. What, where are you going? Yeah, like I think, like as I said already, Eamon Fitzmaurice has the element of surprise at his advantage coming into this game. But I think after the after the Donegal game in two, 2013, Jim Gavin and this Dublin management learned a valuable lesson to look at what could happen if this happens or what happens if that happens. And I think before this game, he'll have gone through every scenario with his management team if Donny goes inside if he plays out if Paul Murphy plays centre forward or Darren O'Sullivan plays centre forward and he'll have an answer in his mind for, for, for every scenario that might play itself out and I think that's a, that level of preparation is maybe what will get Dublin over the line but look as Tomás says we're expecting a huge game one that it's probably the first game since I've retired that I've started the field this week I had a chat with Tomás last week actually and even looking at the build up this week it's the first game that I've really started to feel yes I'd love to be back out there again now these are the ones you used to love but it's unfortunately it doesn't work like that but I'm really looking forward to it and, and I'm going to go for a Dublin win by three or four points and just one last thing uh, Dublin team due to be announced I think tomorrow night Kerry team coming out at nine o'clock as well. Do we believe either when they do? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think, like I was thinking during the week, that 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 maybe De- maybe Dennis Bastic might come in for Michael Darren McCauley and, and he might use Mick, Michael Darren McCauley in the last fifteen or twenty minutes. Dennis Bastic is very uh, 
he's a very settling influence on the team. I think particularly in a game like this, that might come in handy. But apart from that, it's hard to know. He'll bring James McCarthy back in if he's fit for sure. Kieran Kenny will probably push up to the forwards again. So there's a decision to be made there as well. So um, there's one or two lads probably won't be happy come Friday, come Friday evening on both sides.